Hi, I'm Mari Frank. Thank you for listening to KUCI. This week is Fun Drive Week. KUCI brings you wonderful music and public affairs shows 24-7. We give you the gift of listening, and now we ask you to give your pledge gift. It's tax deductible. When you call in your gift, you will also be eligible to receive a pledge gift from KUCI. Most of all, you will help to continue the great shows. So thank you for calling 824-5824-UCI-KUCI. Make your tax deductible donation right now by calling 824 824- 5824. Thank you. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Privacy Piracy. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer. We've enjoyed bringing this show since 2005. Your host is Mari Frank, a local attorney since 1985. She's a certified information privacy professional. Mari's testified many times on privacy issues in Congress and the California legislature. You may have seen her on Dateline, 48 Hours, CNN, NBC, The O'Reilly Factor, and many more shows, including her own 90-minute PBS television special, Protecting Yourself in the Information Age. To learn more about this radio show and our great guests, please visit KUCI.org slash privacypiracy. Mari, what's our show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about being tracked online and other really important privacy issues when we're online. And I have just been reading this wonderful book called Browse Without Being Tracked by Trip Elix, The Dangers of the Internet with Corporate America. This is the novice edition since I am a novice. Let me tell you a little bit about Trip. Trip Elix is a security analyst, and over the last 30 years, he's worked as a privacy consultant, a forensic investigator, and a skip tracer. He's the author of three books, and he gives talks on security and privacy. His interest in the hacking community started in his youth, and he continues to be involved on the deep web and its infamous dark web. You can find out more about him at privacypiracy.org, where you're going to see a JPEG of his book, and his we're linked to his website and his picture. And so you can also go to trip, T-R-I-P, Elix, E-L-I-X, dot com to find out more and be able to get some of these books. Hello, Trip. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hello, it is great to be on your show. Yeah, so this is so wonderful to have somebody who's a real techie that understands all this stuff. So let's talk, we have so many great things to talk about. First of all, let's talk about how are we all being tracked? We are being tracked. Uh, A lot of people believe that we are just being tracked when we go on social media, and that is really far from the truth. Right now, Um, There are a number of ways terrestrially and electronically that we are being tracked. Of course, on computers, um, which this uh, PDF is about, but also when you use credit cards, 
uh, in the little credit card machines that come back to you. You're in Southern California, so you have your police department um, also tracking your license plates and where you go. Um, that isn't necessarily true throughout the rest of the country. It just happens to be in Southern California. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know what happened on the Supreme Court case on that. Uh, you might want to look that up. Okay. That information, by the way, all of our license plates, uh, when they go through uh, vigilant systems, which Southern California is, end up for sale. So you can actually, uh, TransUnion actually sells uh, a system about where we go to uh, people that represent themselves as uh, needing that information. Hmm. The reason that I say representing themselves as needing the information rather than a profession is that most of these systems that are out there, including the credit system, allow criminal activity into buying its information. Also, the browser and search engines, as well as social media, have a long-established history of selling ad space to criminals. Mm. So um, we get it literally at every end of our spectrum. Mm. Uh, uh, now, on my PDF... Uh, that you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. um, most people don't realize, and there's a very simple plugin that'll work with most browsers called Disconnect that will visually give you a picture of where you are on the internet and what is more importantly tracking you. There are lots of companies that are out there that track us for what they claim is a valid reason. However, um, marketing is a small part of data collection these days. Most of it is used, tries to be used in pricing and meaning the pricing that you pay and the uh, pricing of insurance, the pricing of uh, goods and services, cell phones are based on credit, which can or isn't used in some decisions in some states. you got to remember that all of these rules are not across the United States. It's state by state. Mm. Like the rule for protecting your credit, um, the uh, credit companies... Uh, have this thing that's called a credit freeze, and they literally lobbied all 50 state legislatures to create rules on how much the state would charge so that the Fed, the federal government, could never make credit freezes free. Yeah, they're only free if you've been a victim of identity theft. That's the only time they're free. But I remember I actually was the one who recommended a credit freeze way, way back in like 2000, I think it was 2005 when I testified. And they fought it because the more they can sell your credit report, the more money they make. So if there's a freeze, they can't sell it. So that's yeah. why they lobby well, they it. Well, the industry started the identity theft mess anyway. Um, most Correct. of its actions, um, including its actions with children, are 
despicable. Yeah. Um, currently, I, I don't know if your listeners understand how we get credit um, established, but what you do is you fill out an application. That application goes from that store and goes to the credit reporting company as a credit inquiry. Right. If the credit reporting company has no record, the problem with these guys is they just spy on us. We don't have a relationship. So if they have no record, they copy the information down and then tell the requester, no, we don't have a record. If they get another one that matches the same name, same address, same date of birth, and same social security number, they'll tell the respondent, we have an empty file. And then it's really up to them if they want to give you credit. That's how identity thieves steal children's information. Right. Or anybody's. They, they'll apply at a different address, right? right. And, and right. so they With, can get credit but, to or children, right? Yep. Well, it works a little bit differently. The different address thing only works with the same name. If right. a credit reporting company gave it to a different address, then Congress would actually act instead of being in the pocket, excuse me for my opinion. Oh, but, but you know what? I've dealt with so many victims of identity theft who, and even myself, um, where someone uh, applied for credit at a different address using my information, and they issued credit. So um, they just put both addresses on the credit report. And, of course, with children, we have children identity theft as well. So we know that the credit bureaus are tracking us, right? And we know that credit card companies, and we know that we're being tracked when we go on the tollways, right? All of our, uh, any time that there is a, uh, a res- you know, a responder, <laughs> and we hear the little click when we go on the tollway, they're, they're tracking us as well. So it's all over the place. What can we do about all that tracking? Well, there are two different systems, and this is, this is an important part because in our lives, we see the representative of the state, meaning most of the time we only see the police officer or if we go to town hall and pay our taxes, we see them. They are the state, and the state or the government has a very strict um, rule about privacy and security. And the, the government really does collect some information. They disclose some information. Because we are an open society, meaning that our government isn't allowed by design to have secret records. We have a basic problem within our legal system, in my opinion, that has to do with the interpretation of law and the allowance of myths to propagate within society. And one of those myths is a myth about privacy and its meaning. Mm -hmm. What you know as privacy encompasses more than seeing a billboard on a scenic highway. The legal interpretation of privacy as if you look it up in the federal level at the federal level, 
states have different laws, by the way, and I just want to preface that, that it depends on what state you're in. But if you look at the federal level, privacy's definition is to not be bothered. That's simply it. Now, if we're talking about that the came state, from Justice Brandeis, who said we all have the right to be left alone. <laughs> that's correct. Yep. But we also have another rule, which is older than our Constitution. It's actually is old, older than the Magna Carta, and supersedes law to ancient time, and that's called common law. Mm-hmm. And in common law. We have the right to not have our property taken. Right. That is very important. It's a very important right because your name belongs to you. It doesn't matter if two people are named your name because we accept our names as our property, and we use it whenever we sign a legal document. Your name cannot belong to any other individual. And if you change your name to another name, it doesn't matter. You do that legally, and it is your property. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that has not been the case in terms of how these companies believe when they have all your information in the database, they think it's theirs. That's unlike the European Union. (laughs) That's very true. However, if you know the name of the company and you tell the company that on no uncertain terms through um, a letter that you do not want them to sell your data anymore and to suppress their activity, you've given them notice. And it works a little bit like having a lot, although in Southern California, I don't know if this is this works this way because I've been uh, watching some of the things that happen there. But um, normally, if you have a lot um, and you have somebody that goes to your lot of property, the police will tell you that in order to get that person to stop going on the lot, you need to post a no trespassing sign. Hmm. And once you notify the person to not cross onto your property and they continue to do that, then the police can act. This is true in, from what I've learned from legal authority that if you tell these guys to cut it out, they will. So well, that, you but you've contact- got, yeah, you've got problems if you have a, um, you know, if you have a relationship with them, like for example, HIPAA, which is, you know, uh, the, the act, the federal act that is giving us privacy notices, we cannot stop our information be, from being shared with certain entities. And, and that's the same as well if you have a bank account. You can't keep the uh, bank from sharing it with maybe people who are pre- preparing your uh, your accounts or your statements or something, you know, they have a right to share with people who they do business with. You can opt out of certain things under Graham Leach Bliley. But, you know, I've tried to do a lot of these opt outs and 
just opt out of getting all of those calls that you get that are unwanted calls. It's um, it's it's like putting your fingers in big gaps in in these major uh, boats that are you know cruise ships that the water's coming in. It's just pretty overwhelming, isn't it? Well, it is, but we're using we're using a a different term, and I want to take you in time back a little bit to the time that our Constitution was actually created and the time that the Virginia Company was really overtaxing the people of Virginia as a corporation. And the King of England was taking their toll as well. We had founding fathers that stood up to a corporation and the they were well aware of the problem of corporations, but because of the influence of the Virginia Company, that was kind of left out of history. We have a long-standing issue with uh, a long-standing bout with the separation of corporations and our government. Yeah, but it was interesting that you brought up HIPAA because did you know that experience sells? Who is takes medication, who takes prescriptions, who has an ailment. They have a database called health banks Hmm. uh, that they sell to, quote, marketing to drug manufacturers and others. Now, how these systems get information, like, like Experian, is through the credit card terminal itself. I'll tell you something that happened to me. Hmm. I went into a hospital. Uh, I have a dental school hospital that is near me. It's actually 15 minutes from my house. And um, they are much cheaper than, in some cases, than going to the regular dentist for procedures. Right. So to get my teeth clean, sometimes I go there. (laughs) Right. Makes sense. Okay. And... I don't have dental insurance. I have health insurance. So I went into the financial office, and I had to do multiple multiple appointments, which is fine. So the first time they said, oh, we don't have it prepared yet. You can pay the next time you come. And I said, no problem. So I go to the financial office, and I talk to this nice lady, and I told her, I'm going to pay you cash. I'm not going to pay through insurance, I don't have dental. Right, right. She entered me as having no insurance on the computer system at the hospital. And 35 minutes later, I get a phone call trying to sell me health insurance. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. If that's not a violation of HIPAA, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah. And all you're trying to do is pay with cash, right? All I was trying to do was pay with cash because, you know, I didn't have dental insurance. And I have regular insurance, but they have no way of knowing that. Right. Right. The the systems, when you talk about opting out, these are voluntary from the – at the corporate level. What I'm suggesting is to stand up to the corporation – 
and tell the corporate entity that I don't care what you state your policy is. Mm -hmm. I have no relationship with you. I don't want to know who you are. And if you persist on harassing me, we have a legal interpretation for harassment. Right. So what do you do with the credit bureaus, for example? So if you... um if you wanted to, if you want to tell the uh, Experian to stop selling your information, you need to send them a letter. Oh, right. That says that's it. Right. That's it, and they will. Right, but if, but they but if you apply for credit, they will sell it. If you apply well, for credit, if they, yeah. If you apply for credit for a credit um, card or a loan, that's under regulation, and you yeah, can thank sure. our federal government for that. Right. If you there's something that you need to realize about the credit system. That is, this happened to my mom. Before 1970, mm-hmm. women actually it wasn't just women; it was anybody that was a, not a white male couldn't have credit. That was part of what the um, Civil Rights Act was about, and the Women's Rights Acts were about, was entry into the banking systems. You couldn't get a, you could not get a mortgage. And if we go back a little bit farther than that, the reason that we have life insurance has another had another connotation of banks kicking the widow out of the house because they weren't allowed to carry the mortgage, but that. It was years and years ago. Right. So, I mean, the credit system was set up so to facilitate that people could have a credit score, be able to get credit quicker and faster and easier. But I, I want to switch back to other issues right now. Sure. And that is, I want to talk about why you say that online banking isn't safe. Well, it's not safe by having it on your telephone. Um, which is the way that most people use it. One of the main reasons that I say that is that there is a hack for mobile devices. Uh, If you look this up, you can Google it. It's called the SS7 hack, and it is a problem with the way that all cell phones communicate on the cellular carriers. A hacker or can get into any cell phone, find your location, read your email and your text messages through the network itself. Mm-hmm. So if you want to use mobile banking or use literally the Internet and your bank account, the banks have forced us to check our own accounts and uh, – forced us to check our own accounts in the last 20 years. Before 20 years ago, um, the banks were responsible if a criminal stole your money. In other words, you didn't have to notify them in 30 days. That was lobbying. Well, actually, you have to notify them within two days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah, this is, is, again, the corruption within our... uh, within our government and the lobbying system of the banking industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but 
Now, if uh, you're if what? you're on if when I I never do banking on my phone. I only do it on my computer where I have, you know, I have it locked up, so to speak. I have all my passwords and I have, you know, uh, firewalls, etc. That's the only place that I do my online banking is from my computer. So is okay, that safe? But, well. You really shouldn't do your online banking on any device that you use social media. Um, What I would recommend that you do is uh, Walmart will sell you a cell phone for $10. It's got a really tiny screen on it. But um, if you put that on your Wi-Fi, not put a chip in it, but just use it as a Wi-Fi device, you can get a used tablet that's – a lot bigger and yeah, put yeah. the banking app on it. The banking apps actually work better than the programs are using the web interface. Hmm. So what I'm getting at is that by separating your banking activity from your computer and your social media and the other thing that I suggest to people is if you're going to move uh the device over, you also should change the email address. And the reason that you want to change the email address from the email that you use every day, you want to get, you can still use Google or use uh, Microsoft uh, Outlook.com. I wouldn't use Yahoo for anything anymore because right. of their problems. Right. But You can use any of the free emailers and create a new email address, give that to your bank, and only use that email on the banking computer. Then, when you're not using the banking computer, turn it off. No one can hack a device that has no power. Uh Uh-huh, right. Okay, when you receive those phishing emails that are in your regular email that says that you're using um, your bank name is sending you something, you won't fall for it. You can't fall for it because it's going to the wrong email address. Okay, okay. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Also, make sure that when you set the email account up, most of these systems have what's called double off. Uh, ability. In other words, send you a text message if you change your password or to change your password, you got to do it through your phone. Right. Um, I just told you that the cell phones are not safe, but well, I will say it, that... You can get it through your computer too, right? That has That's a little bit safer with your firewalls. So you well, can get that I, email I, again, from that. Too, right? Yeah, I, I, again, if you're using social media on the computer, don't do banking on the computer. Um, well, that's a good Facebook. one to know. But you know what? We are just out of time. So I just want people to know that um, trip that is, you wrote this booklet that can really help people. It's called Browse Without Being Tracked and gives all sorts of really important things to do, like how to disconnect, like what you're talking about, and how to go, uh, how to, which uh, browsers to use that are safer. So the name of the book is Browse Without Being Tracked by Trip Elix, 
That's TRIP, T-R-I-P-E-L-I-X. The dangers of the Internet begin with corporate America. And you can also go to tripelix.com. So thank you so much for joining us. And, and thank you for all the work that you're doing to try to protect us and our privacy. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM Minervine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8 a.m. and visit our website at privacypiracy.org. Okay. Hi, I'm Mari Frank. Thank you for listening to KUCI. This week is Fun Drive Week. KUCI brings you wonderful music and public affairs shows 24-7. We give you the gift of listening, and now we ask you to give your pledge gift. It's tax deductible. When you call in your gift, you will also be eligible to receive a pledge gift from KUCI. Most of all, you will help to continue the great shows. So thank you for calling 824-5824-UCI-KUCI. Make your tax deductible donation right now by calling 824 824- Thank you. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.